0: people welcome again to yet another episode of chance from thursdays thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode before we start i would like us to just have a quick prayer because there has been a lot of darkness going around in this past weekend and the past week and i just want us to just pray right now for the peace of god to rest upon us heavenly father king of glory we just say thank you for this past week Lord God Almighty, we know that you see and we know that you hear all of these darkness. We know that you hear the blood that is crying out. So, Heavenly Father, we just ask right now for peace all around the world, peace in our hearts, oh God. We pray and come against every spirit of hatred, every spirit of anger, every spirit of bitterness. We just pray against every spirit that is against your word and against your love. And we just receive love. We receive that your peace that passes all understanding rests deeply within us right now, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, this week's episode is going to be about the body of Christ and what that means for us, and us as a family, and recognizing ourselves as the body. My question for us today is, how often do we think about ourselves in our churches as a body of Christ? I know we've heard it so many times that we are the body of Christ, we are the hands and feet of Jesus, and all of that. But how often do we actually intentionally think about that whenever we interact with each other? Whether it is when you interact with that person that you have an argument with or that person that you lovingly care for or just people that you sit next to in church or in the different ministries that you might be part of? I want us to just think about that and reflect in ourselves. How often do you personally think of yourselves as the whole body of Christ? I know for me, I know that I've heard about us being the body of Christ over many years. I know that it is something that is often spoken about but I don't think I have always been intentional in thinking about every single person as the body of Christ alongside myself. I know that I've been focusing on my own walk with God and ensuring that I'm doing what I need to do for my growth which is understandable and I'm sure there are people who have been in that position or are currently in that position but one thing I do want to challenge us with today is for us to think about ourselves as a collective when we do think of ourselves as one body and as a collective it is easier for us to realize that when your brother or when your sister is hurting then you hurt and when they are enjoying or rejoices then you rejoice right because the bible says rejoice with those that rejoice and mourn with those that mourn so we are to share in each other's burdens i believe paul said in the new testament we are to share in each other's celebrations and sadness and just everything that encompasses us as a person because when we realize ourselves that we are not to be alone we are not to have this individual walk by ourselves we are to be in a body, it makes it easier for us to relate with one another in the love that Christ has for us. So the verse that I would like us to look into today is the book of John chapter 17 verse 23. In the NKJV version it says, I in them and you and me that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have set me and I've loved them as you've loved me. And in the amplified version it says, I in them and you and me so that they may be perfected and completed in one so that the world may know without any doubt that you've sent me and that you have loved them just as you have loved me. This is Jesus praying for the disciples, praying to God the Father, and he's asking God to make us all as one as he is in one with God. And I realized that dimension of unity and oneness requires a level of vulnerability that we don't exactly find nowadays in the church parishes. I think that that comes from a place of not exactly feeling safe completely. Because when I look in the Bible and read the life of Jesus, it's possible to see the vulnerability that he had with God. It's possible to see how close he was to God and how open he was to God, knowing that God loved him unconditionally and did not judge whatever he thought, did not look down on him in any way. And if we are to have that sense of oneness in our fellowships and in our local parishes, it's going to be important for us to realize that there needs to be a level of authenticity that comes from that, that comes in our interactions with each other. There needs to be a level of courtesy as well that is portrayed. There needs to be a level of openness and humility because when we all see each other in the way that we are not judging one another, that we are all open and we are all portraying these traits that I just mentioned, it allows for For that oneness to be developed, it allows for us to not just think. That somebody else is going to judge you, is going to condemn you, or they're saying these things out of a head, out of trying to get what is best for them. When we portray ourselves with those traits that I mentioned earlier, it's easier for us to be as one as Christ is one with God the Father. So it's important for us to get that oneness because our ability to display the love of God amongst each other is going to show and prove to the world that Jesus truly was sent by God to the earth and that he truly loves us as a disciple. So when we think about it in that way and think about the fact that, wow, how I actually interact with my fellow brothers and sisters in my fellowship is going to impact how people see God, how people see Jesus, how people believe Jesus. When we realize that in that aspect, then I think that's going to take us to another level. I think that's going to bridge that gap and allow us to walk in love allow us to walk in that true, vulnerable, honest, open love that I believe Adam and Eve had in the beginning where there was no shame amongst each other. They knew each other and they understood the uniqueness amongst each other but yet they still loved each other. And I see that as a family of God that we need to get to that level of openness and that level of humility with each other as Jesus was with God and it's very important to do so. Another thing that I wanted to just talk about is the fact that the Bible makes reference to us as the body. So when I think about that, I think about my physical body that I have. And I think about the fact that my fingers, my toes, my nose, my teeth, my lips, my tongues, every single part of my human body is essential for me to be whole. I think about the fact that if I were to be missing a pinky finger or to be missing a limb, then I would not be able to function to the utmost as I could if that part was not missing. And if that is the case so that means we need to realize that perhaps you are the finger in the body of christ perhaps you are the teeth and realizing your part is essential just as how the eyes should not stop being jealous of the nose or the teeth likewise we should not be jealous of ourselves and we should not allow the enemy to make us feel like the other part the other person is benefiting more than I am. So, using the example of the body, let's say I use my fingers to put food into my mouth. My nose can't come and start talking to me saying that, oh, I want food too. Why are you being so selfish and not giving me food? Why is it only the mouth that gets the food? No, like I can't go and put food in my nose to try and make it equal. My nose is not the same As my mouth, my nose does not perform the same function as my mouth does. And it's important for us to realize that as our body of Christ, as individuals in our fellowship, we all play a different role. We all play an integral part. And it's important for us to stand in that part and do our own. So, with that being said, I want us to just really think about our own individual fellowships and churches. Do you actively see that interaction? with your brothers and sisters, as a way to allow you to be more Christ-like, to allow you to be more like him, and walk in the giftings, and walk in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I want us to really consider that, because as Roman said, the earth is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God, and if we are all a family, we need to realize that God does not want his family to suffer. God does not want the body to suffer. He doesn't want the bride to suffer. And if we ignore our brothers and sisters, and by ignoring sometimes, that means that by allowing them to continue to walk in the sin that you know that they're walking in. Sometimes... Loving them means rebuking them in love and correcting them in love. And we need to create that open space for all of us to be able to do that. We need to create that open space for all of us to be able to know that if I were to come and confess my sins to you, you're not going to look down at me. You're not going to judge me, but you're going to lift me up and point me back to Jesus. You're going to encourage me. As the Bible says, encourage each other, be there for each other, care for each other. And that's what we've been called to do. An example of that is if I were to fall down right now and my knee got scraped and it's bleeding, I can't ignore that knee and start treating my elbow and putting all these wraps on my elbow while I can clearly see that my knee is bleeding. And so just as how you would take care of a bloody knee, then you need to take care of your brother and sisters in Christ. And I need to do that too as well. If I see someone that's hurting, I need to take care of them because that is my family. I need to be there for them because that is my family. That is someone that Jesus died for and God sent his only son for them. We all need to see our brothers and sisters as someone that God loves so dearly. And we need to see the church, not the building, we need to see the church as a precious thing of God. We need to see the church as a precious body and need to be careful in preventing things from destroying the unity and the love that is in that body. So I want to challenge us today in your personal time or with your ministry and with the different people that you interact with in your different fellowships, I want us to really consider and think about the ways in which we are adding to the body of Christ, in which we are enabling the body of Christ to be benefiting from our interaction with each other. Or think about the ways in which you have not done that. Think about the ways in which you've hindered that growth and you've hindered that unity, and that oneness from actually manifesting. This is important for us to reflect on because by reflecting on this, we're able to move forward. We're able to target those areas and work through it and allow us to be able to bring a solution that would point us closer to God and closer to each other and in turn allow those that are not in the body to want to be part of the body and to see the love that God has for each and every one of us and most importantly to see that jesus was truly sent by god so that's all i wanted to share for us today i just hope that we really do take some time to reflect by ourselves and with our ministries and just try and ensure we create that open space that vulnerable space that is secure and safe that space that people won't feel hindered, that space that people won't feel judged. I know it might take some time to have that be functioning, but it's important for us to realize it's important and actually take some steps in moving forward and moving into that dimension because I believe that's where God has called us to be in and what he desires from us. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know I have and I know I definitely have a lot to think about from my own life and my own self and I hope you do as well and I hope you have an amazing week and the rest of your weekend. God bless you and have an awesome day. Goodbye.